wherever you you can look into your camera, your camera will have you, you feel me, like like this. But yeah, bro, the, the broadcast has started. You feel me? They coming in, they coming in. Let's get it, let's get it. You already know the vibes, bro. It's about we in for a good one. We in for a good one. No, no JD today. There is no JD today. It is J Rob, Juwan Winfrey, the LaVisca should know episode. Episode one of By Any Means podcast is about to be lit, bro. Juwan, how you doing, bro? Talk to me. How you been? Doing good, gang. I'm doing good, man. First How's podcast. On? I'm just God, I'm thankful that you brought me on to this. You know, you brought me on to this new branch of life. Yo, so let me ask you a question. How does it go from, obviously, you, you're an athlete, right? So you do the athlete thing all the time. Honestly, mm-hmm. pretty much, you've been doing it since you were six or seven years old. How does it feel like trying to transition into, like, this space where, like, you kind of under even more of a microscope than media because there's so many people, comments, stuff like that. That's always getting at you. So what do you think of that? It's different. You know, I'm breaking out of my comfort zone. You know, that's what that's what life's about. You know, as you get older, you, you see mm-hmm. how to break out of your comfort zone. And I'm just thankful that you brought me onto this. You know, I, yes, this sir. is something that I could see myself doing, you know, down the line. You know, mm-hmm. being on TV, being a, a TV personality. You know, it's something that we both do as a natural. You know, we love the game. So this is different. So- so obviously, you know, your story, I know your story from every journey because obviously we have talked literally, I will always say this, you know, I tell my mom and, you know, when we talk, when she asks me about you and stuff, and I always say to her, I'm like, you know, me and Juwan have not been, we haven't seen each other like we did in our childhood, but like we talked so much in our football careers that like it never really felt like we were so far apart, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And with that, like, obviously, I want to get into, like, your stops along the way before we get LaVisca in here. Um, So the first thing, bro, I want to talk about is coming out of high school, you know how everybody has their hats and you pick your final two, you know, and obviously now more than ever, like, I see kids doing all types of stuff when it comes to the flipping of the hats, the dogs, the T-shirts. I love it. But for you, you didn't really do, like, the big – even though you were a four-star, you didn't have, like, the big – extra scenery when you decided but ironically enough the last two schools for you was obviously current reigning defending national champion the georgia bulldogs and then obviously in the university of maryland so take us back to that decision man you know it's crazy looking back it really came down to two things you want to score touchdowns or you trying to tackle (laughs) earlier you trying to score touchdowns that's really what it came down to, honestly, because they wanted me for safety at Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I love defense. Defense is kind of mm-hmm. shout out Coach Walker, man. You know, he started getting me right as a DB, you know, young age, mm-hmm. putting in the craft. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. You know, it was funny. Like I had in my Facebook, he always jokes about it. In my Facebook, I had a um, NFL DB. And this is like mm-hmm. eighth grade, mm-hmm. eighth grade. Going I remember. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. But as I got older, the hits and the wear and tear on your body, my shoulder, mm-hmm. I started like getting dislocated after all these hits falling. And it was kind of like a business decision. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Some of my offense was some of my offense was way better. So when it came down to it, Georgia wanted me for defense. Mm-hmm. Maryland wanted me for offense. And their offense was spread at the time. You know, they was on the uprising, and 
know, I wanted to stay home. I wanted to stay close to home. So, you, so what people don't know is you actually had the opportunity before you finished your career at Colorado, you actually had the opportunity to play with Stefan Diggs. Yeah. And honestly, along the way, I'm not going to lie. We'll, we'll tap into it along the, on the way. But, bro, you've been in some pretty heavy, like, position rooms and, like, like you've played around some really big players and people don't really notice. So, like, talk about being a freshman in a room with Stefan Diggs. And he, at the time, was, like, the best player in the state of Maryland and, and his influence on you at such a young age. You're only 18. Yeah. You know, that was a quite humbling moment. You know, you coming out of high school – you want to be the you want to be the guy, but you know, you, know, you got to wait your turn. You got to earn that. You got to really earn that shit. And um, that was a guy that I really been watching since high school. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kid. That's every day I'm on rivals. I'm looking up, seeing who's the top of the position. I'm trying to get where they at. I'm watching. I'm seeing. You know, whatever they're doing to get to that that level. That's what I want. So that's kind of I seen him. You know, early and throughout my high school years. You know, seeing what he was doing and how it translated to college and be able to witness it. It was pretty dope, not gonna lie, it was dope. Um, and I'm blessed to have been able to be around all these different types of rooms. Because you know, he wasn't the only guy that was in the room that was, you know, elite and could do a lot of, you know, a lot of crazy things on the field. You know, Deion Long, you know, Laverne Jacobs, Marcus Lee. You know, the room was deep. We had athletes. Like when I first got there, I wasn't playing. Like mm-hmm. I just earned my way up, got on that foot as a freshman, but you know, just watching them day in, day out, the grind. That they put in and you know digs how shifty and how much of a playmaker he was you know it was mm-hmm. just i to see like I'm, I'm next like i'm watching that and i'm doing i'm making plays as well right next to him he's like i'm trying to be next and right he, he kind of set the he kind of set the tone and, and paved the way for me in a sense of just uh how, how hard you gotta really work you know watching him right. the long workouts while i'm a freshman as he's training for the, mm-hmm. for the combine training for the draft when he was back on campus, he, he brought me to a couple workouts. So, right, being able to see that firsthand translate, you know, it was dope for me at a young age. You know, coming from where I come from, we don't get that that leisure of being around these type of athletes and being around these type mm-hmm. of high level guys and mm-hmm. role models. So, you know, I, I took that with a grain of salt. So, so from Maryland, you kind of hit, you know. Things happen in people's lives. You know, obviously, I've had my moment when I was at UConn, and obviously, we're not perfect. People don't realize, you know, even though we're the spotlight of being, like, athletes, bro, we still, like, kids, you know, like, at that age in college. So, obviously, you hit a stumble. You went to JUCO before you got to the University of Colorado. Talk about the JUCO experience. I think everybody, most people here have been a fan of, like, um, Last Chance U. But you really went to last year, yeah, you experienced all that. Yeah, so, that. so, so, give us a taste of like of the junior college experience. Um, it was different, you know, going from having it all to losing it, and starting over from from scratch, and the facilities like literally starting over from scratch. Like we get there, mm-hmm. the dorms they had us in like these two bedroom dorms that were like dirty as hell. <laughs> We <laughs> got camp or some shit, like real like woods and camp. But yeah, yeah. it was a grind, and I appreciated it. I met so many dope people along the journey, so many great coaches. Um, I learned so much about myself, mm-hmm. which is the craziest part. You know, whoever I thought I'd be able to be, I'd be able to live on my own in Kansas and, and really like make something of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was crazy, just the amount of resources that you, you're stripped from. You know, at D one. Mm-hmm. 
going down to junior mm-hmm. college, you know, the mills, it, it was an adjustment. But I mean, if you let the game you focus, mm-hmm. that's what kind of gets you through it, honestly. Really nothing. It, so when you're going to a place like Kansas, bro, like you know, some people don't know, like these JUCOs are like in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Yeah. So like I know it's all football all the time, but how did you find like some sort of like peace of mind in a place that really don't got much around it? That's a good question. Honestly, we, uh, I let on my brothers, honestly, for a lot of that, you know, we were a mm-hmm. uh, pretty close bonded team, I'd say, mm-hmm. you know, um, we would, we would party here and there, not much because there wasn't really much out there. Um, but we would really spend a lot of quality time together. Honestly, I'd say that, you know, uh, Pretty bonding and just learning, learning about each other, and just you know, we we all had high dreams and aspirations. You know, everybody wanted to go to the league from the league, so you know, you kind of led on the ones who led close to the ones who you know kind of share that same dreams as you. And you know, all we did was manifest a lot of the time. We watched football, we manifest, we watched the film. You know, we played the game. I was big in PS Five at that time. That's when I was playing. <laughs> so it would be a lot of Madden games. It was a lot. So. So yo, so so talk to me about. Obviously, I give you a lot of crap for for now. You you are so engulfed in Call of Duty now. Make sure y'all follow Juwan on Twitch. We're gonna plug his Twitch at the end. Oh, so boy. Sure I'll be game with we'll, we'll plug his Twitch. So talk to me about the games though. Like, what was your game? What games was you playing? I was a big Madden guy. I was a big Madden guy. I remember my freshman year. Um, you know, this 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 podcast is called Binding Means, so we got a group chat called Binding Means. At that time, we had a Madden league going on with you know, a whole bunch of boys at, in, our, in our group chat. So um, I was big on big on that Madden, big and Madden. It kind of faded away. I ain't gonna lie, but that's what we. I did. think I think because the fan base right now, like the video game fan base, when it comes to Madden, it's so some people love it, other people don't love it. It's a lot. It's a lot. But let's move on. So I want to wait till Lavisca gets here because when Lavisca comes in, I really want to dive into everything Colorado. So I don't want to talk about about UC Buffaloes. I want to talk about draft day. I want to talk about from draft day until now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So obviously, you're drafted. Most people don't know. You at the last year of your career at University of Colorado. You tore your ACL. I mean, the second to last year at Colorado, you tore the ACL. So your junior year, and then you yeah. come back for your senior year. You don't get an invitation to the combine, but you still get drafted. Take me through that bounce back year, and then I only take me through that year. Take me to about the the all star games, the training, and then obviously draft day. Like what that? What is that like? That year was pretty special. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's crazy because life it, it, it never really goes the way you expect it, like the way you plan. And that was the year I was I had crazy aspirations. Like I'm trying to win Belinda call. I'm trying to go first round. Um, mm-hmm. I know it was at stake, so I put so much time into that offseason, and I killed spring, killed spring ball. Like, I, I did what I had to do to set the tone for what was going on. Camp comes, pull my hammy in camp, mm-hmm. get back healthy. Week two, sprain my ankle. Now I'm out for four and a half weeks, and this mm-hmm. is my senior year. Right. After coming back from a torn ACL, you know, year before, two years before, and – you know, it was like, I just can't get right. I don't understand what it was. <laughs> <laughs> just can't get right. Bro, I couldn't get right, bro. And it, it, it hurt me. Like, that shit 
fucked with me mentally. I'm not gonna lie. Like it messed with me mentally. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know how much I had on the line and I just put my body on the line every game any game I had. Like I had six games, six and a half games left, and whatever I had was what I had. Strapped it up. <laughs> and lucky enough, I was able to get an all-star invite to the NFL PA. Um, they were mm-hmm. able to see, you know, see enough from you know the six games, six and a half games, and uh Luckily, though, I was able to meet with a doctor, a foot specialist, and you know, we worked on my mm-hmm. ankle. And in the All Star game, I was good money. Was yeah, you scored. You money. scored a touchdown in that All Star game. Yeah, I was back to myself. I was. Uh, mm-hmm. I was able to work with Drew before Salah Hustle. Mm-hmm. So was, Drew Lieberman, big time. Uh, yeah, I was able to touch down with him before I got that. Uh, before I got to the All Star game, so he was able to, you know, get me right. Mm-hmm. Got there. We was around. The coaches was crazy. Like we had Andre Johnson, we had Flexigo Burris, Ed Reed was our DC. Like it was crazy being around that that type of mm-hmm. being around those Hall of Famers. Like our team was Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame coaches. And, you know they let us, gave me the opportunity. I was starting. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew I was a dog. Andre Johnson to this day, you know that's my. <laughs> I was so you said, so you said you went through a lot, but let me ask you about that dark place. Like, what did you channel, bro? Like, people don't understand. Like, you know, like a guy. Like, I'm gonna give guys an example. Like Clay Thompson, bro. Like, what he endured them two years with the ACL, the Achilles. Like, you every athlete goes into like a dark place. But what yeah. did you like? What was like? Was it was it spiritually, mentally? Was it something specific that you that you hung on, hanged on because? Obviously, like you just said, you gave that last six games of your career, bro. You said, I'm giving every, I'm giving everything I got left to give to football, and you can have it. And it and it worked out. Yeah. So what did you channel for that little that last stretch? Honestly, throughout my career, I learned to believe in God. Like it kind of started as a freshman. Because right. coming out of high school, I was a young kid. You know, my mom, church was like always in my family. We would always go to church, but I wasn't always interested. Like I was I'll be I'm drawing my phone. It was never right. something that I really paid attention to. And right. I'll never forget as a freshman, I was like, we would pray after practice. And I was like, why we praying off? Like, I don't believe in God. And I honestly right. I believe God. Like, who says God is real? Like, right. Like, right. Been through. I remember Steph said word for word, that's because you haven't been through anything yet. And that's right before Stephon Dick said this to you. Yeah. Okay, so say that against us. What did, so what did Stefan Diggs say to you when you said that to him? I said, how do you know God is real? Like, how do you, like, who says there's a God? He's like, that's because you haven't been through anything yet. And those words suffered me for life because it was like shortly after, you know, a couple of weeks, months, I started, you know, making some crazy decisions and got myself in some situations that I would never see myself in. And it was really like adversity. You know, I never really had real adversity in my life, you know, until some of these things that came up. Right. And right. after this is when I picked up a book and just changed my life. Like put the book about you know God and just find how to how to live your life the best way. And so uh, take me so talk to me about draft day. You obviously you obviously get to the point where now you've watched so you draft in the sixth round. So you get through day one, day two, and that way. Talk to me about the weight. Um honestly for me, me not being a I, you you got to be realistic with yourself. You got to be realistic. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things you got to be, you know, it's your future. Mm-hmm. You know what? Hey, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Before you say, to everybody in the chat, you heard what he just said. 
Be realistic with yourselves. Hashtag true tellers. Hashtag true tellers. Go ahead, brother. You can always have dreams and have high hopes and aspirations. At the end of the day, be realistic. And um, I was just praying that I will get drafted because I knew the stats. The stats that I had in college weren't, you know, what I wanted it to be. You know, mm-hmm. God willing. Um, man, so <laughs> it's, I, get, I get chills just talking about it. I get chills talking about it. Look like it, bro. You look like it, bro. I get chills talking about it. Like you were there with me. You see the tears. You saw the tears coming out of my face. Yeah, I got the footage. Yo, make sure you like this video. If you want me to leak the footage of draft day, I have it and I can leak it. He got it. He got it. To this day, you know the tears, the emotion, the weight. It was worth it. It was worth it. I didn't know if they were gonna call my name. I didn't know if my time was gonna come. But God is real. He answers. He comes. He comes on time every time. And I'm just glad I had my brother there for that moment. You know, it's crazy yeah. here we are now, but you know, yeah, for real, you to be there with me on that moment. You know, it was special. You know, I had family that I was able to attend and be there. So, so, so I appreciate that, brother. I was glad to be there, man. Like that was that was a special moment for me to be a part of. Um, obviously, that was when I first started figuring out I wanted to be in sports media, and this is like you first starting to you know realize your dream. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was a pivotal moment for the both of us. And uh, it was it was amazing. I mean, it was crazy to really see you cry. Because, bro, I don't really don't remember. I don't think I've ever seen you cry, bro. I think that was the first time I really done seen you cry. So. You see me cry, yeah. but not a minute. Not but, a minute. but not a minute. It had been so long that maybe I had forgot. Maybe because we were, like, growing up now. So it was pretty It was pretty crazy. So obviously, you, so obviously you had a stop in. You had your stop in Denver. And then you obviously go. And now you we finished this up this year up with Green Bay. And you've been with Green Bay for the last two seasons. You're in a you're in a wide receiver room with who I think right now is the best receiver in football. And to me, it's not close. <laughs> not not only that, you are you also were in a room with a guy who some consider to be one of the five greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. So with that being said, with that being said. Talk to me first before we even get to A Rod. Talk to me about being with Devontae, bro. I think everybody wants to know what that experience is like because you you get to see it firsthand. So as a competitor yourself, how do you take notes of that and utilize that even in your own game? I mean, I'm watching everything. I'm watching everything. Shout out to Devontae. He was a, a great leader, a great player, a great person. Um, but it was a daily, you know, the, the work he put in. And that's why, you know. The consistency is what makes him who he is. Like, you'd be like, you see a move and you'd be like, they still not catching on to it. (laughs) (laughs) They catch on to it and then he has a counter to it. And it's just, it's crazy, bro. It's pretty dope. Like, it's dope to see. And uh, just watching him, I was able to be able, I was able to simplify my my game. You know, he kind of taught me how simple the game really could be. You know, if you use, leverages and lose and use mm-hmm. what you use your strengths to you know to your advantage mm-hmm. the game can be real simple and it's not as much as you know what you may make it out to be in your head mm-hmm. and you know that's kind of how we help shift my game right so obviously he's one of those people you know Devontae went up on tv once and he was you know he talked about how you know when he talks about wide receivers you know trying to get better at the game he was like you need to go out there and run routes he yeah. was saying how like just doing all the cone drills and all the pretty footwork stuff is cool, but if you really want to be great, you need to go out there and run routes. So 
take me through that. Like, take me through what your what y'all sessions were like. Because obviously, a, a veteran like him obviously had influence on like y'all individual and stuff. I'm assuming throughout the week. So, like, what did y'all work on compared to what most may consider uh, the standard drills? Um. A lot of his, a lot of the stuff we worked on was mindset, mindset, being a dog out there, having that competitive edge. Because you know he's super competitive, you know, as everybody can see. Right. You know, he's super competitive. We're all competitive. You know, we all play the right. game that we love. So for him, it's just being able to teach us to really let that dog out, let that dog right. out. Really, once you step foot on that line, like you're trying to kill the person that's standing next to you, like standing mm-hmm. across, line up across from you, like especially if it's press, like you're supposed to be licking your chops. And that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of the standard he kind of set. Like, take your time, take your time, and really abuse him. Like, right, you need a rush. Take your time and abuse him. And that's kind of you know just trading that dog mindset, that mentality, um, having that patience, slowing you down, slowing down your game, slowing down your shot clock. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's more what we worked on. You know, the drill. slowing down, slowing down your shot clock. I, mm-hmm. I actually really like that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yes, so. What what's the so it's in terms of obviously I'm assuming when you say slow down your shot clock, you're thinking like slow down your mind. You know, slow don't be in a rush. And it's like you have more time than you think. Like a lot of times right. you know, you might have a trash release and it's because you rushed it. You know, you think you don't have time to put your foot, plant your foot really in on your left side, shift all the way to your right. You know, there's like a complete movement that you gotta really do to have a full complete release. And if you rush it, it's gonna be sloppy and now you're covered. So, or just in routes in general, it's just mm-hmm. the whole gameplay. You know, routes releases don't rush it. Mm-hmm. You have way more time than you think. What was what was um what's the biggest difference you think between playing Division One football and the NFL? Is it the talent or is it the way everybody's operating mentally? Or do you think it's a bit of both? Um, operated mentally, definitely operated mentally, mm-hmm. definitely because. It's like a deep commitment that you really mm-hmm. gotta like lock into to really mm-hmm. be a new player. And right. you know, there's some guys who are leading college and then you get to the NFL, there's certain things that you gotta do to commit. There's certain different levels of commitment that you really gotta make in order to right. see your game trans- transpire to that next level. And mm-hmm. the elite ones make that, you know, make that adjustment. And this do you think camp do you think camp in the NFL is more mentally draining, or do you, do you think camp in college was more mentally draining? <laughs> and, and then not only that, and then and then to add to that question, what is the biggest difference now of being like a pro athlete and then a Division One athlete? All right, camp. Let's start off with camp. Um, college camp. College camp was harder for me, only because. Um, I didn't train the right way properly, you know, to get my body like really, really ready for the muscular endurance that you need to like last through camp. Cause it's like a mm-hmm. grind, full ass grind, dude. especially spread offense, you know, in college, like you're going reps, reps, mm-hmm. reps, 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 and your body got to be able to handle that type of impact. So college was kind of a little bit harder. Cause as I got to league, I was super, I was stronger. You know, I've, I've gotten right. learned my body and camp in the league is kind of like, you kind of get adjusted to it. You kind of see, you know, we pass this day. You can't be passed that day. We got a team coming this way this day. Mm-hmm. It starts to, you know, you kind of get adjusted easier. Right, right, right. So, 
let, let me ask you this. Is this a myth? Because most athletes I talk to, bro, like football players to NFL, mm-hmm. they all say the biggest myth that they've learned is and even my friends that play in the CFL. So this goes from NFL, CFL, any league. They said the biggest myth is how much they make you bulk in college. Do you think do you think there's some truth to that? Or do you still think you need to gain the same type of weight and cut it at the same time? Or is it like it doesn't matter if you can squat 700 pounds or 600 pounds? It doesn't it doesn't matter the same? What do you think about that? Uh I think it's a it's a fine balance. I think Coming out of high school, you definitely need to be gaining weight. But, like, you don't need to super bulk up, but you need to add at least – I would add at least 10 pounds. You need to add at least 10, 10 15 pounds before you go into mm-hmm. your professional leagues. Mm-hmm. Just because of how strong everybody is. So it's not even about bulking up. It's really just about playing safe and adding to your right. weight. you got to be strong. you got to right. be strong in order to succeed. You know? There are some guys who aren't that big and bulking that are still strong. Mm-hmm. So it's really right. just so before we get LaVisca in here, because, you know, obviously it's the LaVisca Chanel episode. Obviously, that was your boy. There's some stories we want to chop it up. You feel me? Um, but before he comes in, we got to ask about A-Rod, man. You got the opportunity to catch pass from Aaron Rodgers, um, especially in that game against Arizona where you guys had to kind of gut that one out. You would have, you had the most reception that, in that game. Um, you got to really catch passes – from a legend, man, at the end of the day, you know, whether you, whatever your opinions about him in terms of the GOAT debate, make sure my fans, you feel me? But, you know, what was it like playing with a guy like him and how did that, you know, how did that impact your game? Honestly, it impacted a lot. Every day is like, like, damn, you're really playing with Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know, you kind of get adjusted to it after a while, but it's like a general. Like, it's funny. We don't even call him Aaron. Like, that's it's weird kind of me. Saying it now, we don't call him Aaron. We call him twelve. Oh, we call him oh 12. that's it. Yeah, I call him twelve. Anytime I see him, was good. So 12. nobody in the locker room calls him Aaron. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Wow. Just, wow. He's a general, bro. General. But honestly, the biggest thing I learned playing with him is just uh, how to be more quarterback friendly. You know, it's not always about. You know, you got to learn to simplify a game. You know, me, I, I love route running, harder route running. Sometimes I do too much. And, you know, you got to learn how to be quarterback friendly, how to make the right angles, you know, coming out of the ball, coming out of your, your break, um, releasing, not going too wide, you know, staying tight to somebody, scramble drill, how to read defense leverages. These are all the things that he taught me just playing with him, just learning. Like, these are things that I didn't know, you know, going there. And, you know, I get to play with him starting the year two. You know, I just – he's elevated my game to a whole nother level. So – Juwan, something big just happened on the show, bro. Yeah. The very first Super Chat of By Any Means Podcast is here, buddy. We got a $10 dono from Drink More Water. From Drink More Water. So I'm going to throw up his Super Chat, man. Here we go, baby. This is the first one. Drink More Water, you're the very first Super Chat. We appreciate you. And um, now you're a legend, bro. It's always good to be the first. Okay, so here we go. As a Packers fan, I appreciate your contributions and hope to have you back. Yeah. What was the biggest adjustment on the NFL field versus college? And how has the progression of Watson and Dobbs been going? All right. The biggest adjustment to the NFL was how detailed it is. How detailed it is. There's new rules, you know, coming out of college. There's new rules. Um, there's new positions that you got to play. And it's super detailed. The playbook is complex. 
Mm-hmm. It's like you really got to lock in. But it's possible because you play football, this is what you do. So it's just a matter of really locking into it. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that was really the difference, how detailed, how exact you got to be. The the margin mm-hmm. for error is like this big. And it talked to you, he also wanted to know uh, about the progression of Watson and uh, Dobbs because obviously they were asked as two rookies to carry a, a load, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so um, how, do, how have you seen those guys progress from the moment they got in and how have they grown in that uh, wide receiver room? Shout out my guys, bro. Dobbs, <laughs> those are my young boys, bro. Those are my young boys. It's been pretty cool, you know, for them to – their transition from, you know, you going into camp and you didn't have Aaron Rodgers in minicamp and now you have them and just the adjustment – that you had to make in the playbook and just learning how to play with Aaron is different than playing with any other quarterback. Aaron has different signs. He has different signals. He has, you know, different tendencies and things that he expects you to do. And to see them catch on the way they did was impressive because me as a rookie, I had Joe Flacco as my quarterback. Nothing against Joe. I had Drew Locke. Those are my guys. But our offense wasn't complex like this. We didn't have, we didn't have hundreds of signals. We didn't have plays that change into audible. Audibles that that change into whole complete other plays, mm-hmm. and for them to catch on the way they did as rookies, that's like you see how smart they are. You see, like them boys are going to be special. So you know, they made a, a huge jump from camp all the way to the end of the season. Proud of them boys. Mm-hmm. It's going to be excited to watch them play. You know, for, the, for however long. You know, I'm excited to watch them boys. So let me ask you this, but let me ask you this, but before we bring in the business, my last question for you, obviously, and obviously I don't want you to give your speculations of what you think is going to happen, but obviously we, we love sports. This is, this is why we here, you know, we talk about stuff like this all the time. So, you know, obviously there's rumblings that Aaron might go, you know, there might, he might be, you know, somewhere else. Obviously that decision is obviously up to him to make. And obviously, ultimately, business is business. So whatever happens, happens. Business is business, baby. Business is business, baby. So, uh, so uh, you've you've been around Jordan Love for a little minute, yeah. And obviously, some people say, you know, from the games he had to come in and play in this year, you know, there's been some promise. How have you seen him grow as a player? Just in case he might be the starter in Green Bay this year, I'm next season, love, man. That's, that's my bro, man. That's my bro. It's, so when I came into Green Bay, um, my second year, that was his rookie year. So we spent that whole year on scout together. And to see him grow to where he's at now, you know, year three, you know, it was pretty dope to see. Like, he got it. Like, he, he's going to be he's gonna be good. He's going to be good. You know, and, uh, you know, whenever he gets his chance, you know, it's going to be fun. Be going to, so, so you so you so you betting on Jordan Love is what you're telling me. You got – if he if it if it came down to it, he's gonna get the job done. Yeah. You know, if he's gonna be the starter, I, I like my odds on I like my odds on my money on J Love, bro. He's he, he made a lot of plays in these three years. He made a lot of plays, you know. That was a, you know, until I got until I was consistently on the field with Aaron, that was my quarterback, my my, my three years in Green Bay. So we developed a, a good relationship on and off the field. So J Love, I got nothing but love for my boy. And uh, I love that. I love that. I'm excited to see what he does. You know, he, when he gets his shot. All right, Wani, I gotta say it. Skull buffs. Skull buffs. Skull baby. buffs. I hat on right now. Skull buffs. Yes, hold sir. On, hold on. My boy's here. What's up with it? 
the best you should know in the building. Welcome, brother. Welcome. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you, brother. How you doing? Say less, say less. I'm good. I'm good. Driving driving from Charlotte to Dallas. Yeah. Okay. 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 So now we got now this turns into the Colorado episode, fellas. But LaVisca, just know you got some questions to answer at the end. But right now, Let's everybody wants to know, boys, what's going on in Colorado, fellas? So, so what do y'all, you know, obviously, LaVisca, you go first, Juwan, you piggyback. How do y'all feel about Dion coming to Boulder, man? Like, what is that like? I think I think it's big, honestly. Somebody with that with that name, um, somebody that held that much value, um, you know, going there, and, and he's gonna get so many, you know, big time people in there, and I think they need that um, mm-hmm. a, a, a culture change and, and stuff like that. So I think it's I think it's <laughs> greatness, greatness in the making. Mm-hmm. I think, what about you, Wadi? I think the biggest the biggest thing is the culture change. That's what Colorado's been needing for years. You know, we need a coach to really implant and install and get people who really love the game, people who really committed to it, want to take the game to that next level. That was the difference. Right. We'd have a couple players. There's like, a couple guys in the league, but there should be way more. Colorado has so much to offer. And it's, you know, having that culture change, and he's going he's gonna to get the job done. So. Hey, so, hey, boys, don't even front. I need y'all real pain. What y'all think of that meeting, bro? We had them boys. And he said he was bringing his luggage and, and and all that. Now I know both of y'all are pros, so because y'all pro athletes, y'all might be biased to yourselves. Like, man, we made it to the league, so we could have we could have competed. But what if De- when Dion walked into that room and talk about his luggage, what would have been in y'all minds, bro? Because give it a buck, I'm gonna give it a buck with y'all. He would have told y'all boys, yeah, if y'all not with it, if y'all can't handle, get up out of here. So what was y'all mindset would have been? Would y'all face the challenge or man? in that portal man i would have smiled i would have just smiled that's it i ain't gonna say nothing i'm just gonna smile that's it yeah talking spicy (laughs) now they were talking crazy so are y'all so the over under on wins for the over under on wins for y'all next year i thought once Dion came and the recruiting class changed they got y'all only still the over under is set at five and a half wins y'all I like that. Do y'all feel like y'all are? Do y'all feel like y'all they underestimating y'all with that type of line for the season, or do you think how far do you think y'all exceed those expectations, or that about right for the first year? I'll go first. I think that you got. I don't. I don't think we go into the year with too many expectations. I think that he's gonna have a, a big turnaround. I think we're gonna win more than five games. I think that's that's a gimme. Like that's a lot. We win it more. Um, I'm not saying we're gonna win a championship next year, Pac-12 championship, mm-hmm. but we we're gonna be way better than one game than winning one game. No, I ain't gonna lie, right. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna take it there. They're gonna find their way in the top, top, top seven this year. Fighting. This year, top seven. Thanks. I like that. Thanks. I like. If it. not, I if like not it. this year, if not this year, coming up next year for sure. Yeah. So you calling so you calling a ten game season at least ten win season at least close close for sure oh. okay okay I can I, like I can it. see hey, them I... I can see them going to the Pac twelve championship so if they go to the Pac twelve championship yeah. more than likely they're in the top ten so I like that I'm I'm impressed so 
Let me ask y'all this too. So his ability to flip guys, like, <laughs> like he don't just flip two guys. Do I just think it's? Do I think it's what he's preaching, like what he's telling, like his recruiting style, or do you think the mystique is just like players know, like this man is, like if anybody can make me great, it's him, and like that's like his selling point. Because he being said it, they be like they know where to find me. I'm prom. What do y'all think? I think his name, his name speaks for itself. Definitely. I think a lot of reasons why people will never want to go to Colorado is because they never heard of it and they never been there. And they know nothing mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, alongside of his field, you know, his his name and who he is and what he has to offer, you go there and see what Colorado has to offer. And I think that kind of sets its own too. So I, I just want to know, are y'all boys taking me to the spring game? Because you know that mug finna be sold out. Oh, yeah. I need a ticket into that mug. That yeah, I'm there. All the alumni is back Thanks. outside. Hey, y'all, I will say this. Y'all NFL box might be lit this year. Yeah. You know, some teams don't get a good box. I might get a good box this year. So, obviously, LaVisca, we're going to turn to you now, my brother, because obviously we want to know how your, 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 you know, your league years have been. Um, obviously, <laughs> you play with Urban. You have Matt Rule. And obviously, you know, luckily, luckily you got them beautiful locks, bro, to give you that superpower, bro. They say the power's in your hair, man. So appreciate <laughs> Yeah, of course. They say the power's in your hair, brother. So um talk to me about about Urban. Cause I need you to talk because these folks that's in this chat, they need to yeah. understand, because now I preached about this. You know, got, y'all got a lot of flack and there was a lot of playing for the players and stuff like that. But give your your perspective of playing with a guy like Urban and um and, you know, how maybe some college tactics may not have worked in the pros and things of that nature. Um, I'm going to try not to, you know, say too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, no, nah, honestly, though, like, um, his philosophy of, like, the way to win and the way to coach, is, it's there. Like, it makes sense. Um, but it's just, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things he, he, he did and just the way he – just the way he moved – it, it just wasn't the right way. It, it's not going to sit right with, you know, grown people. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, he, 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 he look at himself as a, you know, a very like highly person. I'm going to just say that. Like, <laughs> is it, you think it, it just, you think it comes from the, um, you think it comes from his like, from him being urban, like the mystique, the national championships, things of that. Yeah, nature. most most likely, most likely. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 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 his norm. It's okay. It was okay. You know, when he was at Ohio State or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you so know, the league, you, league is different. So you obviously had the opportunity to play. You know, you and Trevor Lawrence were were teammates, and you got to see. You know, the the what happened while you were there, and then while your time in Carolina, the the change in his game. You know, because. You know, after his first year, people kind of had some question marks. Obviously, the the numbers didn't, you know, maybe measure up to what people have thought for a guy like him in his first year. So, how what do you think of his leap? Obviously, and what he's done this this season. I think I think um, situa- situations matter, like coaching matter. Um, I think the coaches they have now is you know very great at what they do, like hands down, like they're great at what they do. Um, so I think I think that played a big factor, um, but you know practicing with him like he he's great like 
he makes these crazy throws that you, you know you don't see usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I feel like it's he's only gonna get better. Like he's only gonna get better. There's no question about it. Right. So do you think obviously now everybody's talking about you know the the the, the AFC kind of runs through Mahomes and and uh, Burrow. Do you? And this is a question to both of y'all. Do I think the Jaguars? might end up being a legitimate player in that division because of the ascension of Trevor Lawrence. Like the AFC will have to now be on notice because there might there might be another team into the into the fire now. Uh they 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 conference, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be up there for for a little bit for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so so let me talk to you a little about your transition from the Jaguars to Carolina. And obviously, I'm not going to lie, bro. I'm going to make some jokes. You don't got to react to them. I just got to, you know, I got to still be my truth to the audience, bro. I can't, I can't front. <laughs> so, you know, obviously, you had to go from mid to mid to mid. And that sucks, bro. You know, that's hard to deal with, bro. And obviously, you thought, you know, the, and, and unfortunately, when I say mid, 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 I mean coach, quarterback, and then obviously, you know, you didn't, you never, you never really had a situation that worked out for you. Uh, this year until Steve Wilkes kind of galvanized y'all. So talk about that like mid-season <laughs> uh, transition between Rule and the Wilkes and how you guys kind of rallied on the back end of your season. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, when I first got over there, um, they set me out first two games. So, um, you know, I really didn't have, you know, that stronger relationship with anybody. Um, I talked to Coach Rule a couple of times. Um you know, it was all good talks and stuff. Um, he, he's, he, he, he's a character himself as well. <laughs> uh, but I don't know, Coach Wilkes though. He just, he just, he just brought a, he just brought that that different mentality, you know, to the game. Um, and and we just, we just was trying to finish, you know, finish strong. I mean, we had, we had. We had a lot of games. We had a lot of games we could have came down with, uh, but it just didn't go our way. But um, a lot of a lot of talent, um, and then we, you know, we, a lot of injuries at the end of the season uh, on the defensive side that hurt us. That hurt us big time. Mm-hmm. But shit, everybody just play hard. I, I like I like this. I like this team. It's a, a bunch of guys that play hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you. So obviously, so like, it, was there something that like clicked? Was there ever like, and obviously, you know, you know, sometimes momentum hits for any team. Like Juwan can say the same thing about the Packers. Like, y'all was a little mid to start the year, and then yeah, back end of the season, y'all kind of caught fire again, and it, it, everything got close. Was there like, was there? Would you say there was like a a, a moment in the season, maybe a, a a team meeting or something that was like that you think was like the 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 blaze that kind of set y'all loose for the rest of the year? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, or within yourself, like uh, a moment with yourself where you had to like say something. You know, no, I'm just saying because you know it's a team sport, right? So you know, like obviously, you know, when when a team is losing, you, you everybody automatically looks in the mirror, right? Like we all looking at ourselves and yeah. what we could do better, what we could do better uh, as a team, and what can I personally do better to put our team in a better situation to win. And so I think my question is more like, you know, was there a game that was there like a game that y'all won that like maybe y'all won this game and I was like, all right, we really can still do this. We just gotta like believe in ourselves. Or maybe well, it was like a great practice that was like after this practice we had, it was just like we call fire from there. 
I, I can well I can say I can say that Seahawks game. I think that was a big win uh, going to mm-hmm. Seattle. Uh, you know that's a very good 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 team. You know offense and defense. Uh, I think that was a big win. Gave us hope. You know for sure. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know we got a we got a, a bunch of vets on the team. So you know that was that was big for them as well. So I think that was that was a big thing as well. Just playing playing for the vets, playing for the playing for the older guys on the team. You know the Panthers got a, a tradition. Of you know that hard nose you know football so I think I think that Seahawks game really showed that and it just it really was like all right like we still got a chance let's 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 do it for sure. So you excited for the future? Oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah what's yeah. So obviously you both know like the difference of like being on teams and going from one team to another, and obviously like you said before Juwan you know you said aloud you know this stuff is a business so we all know what it is. Um. Did y'all ever was that ever still a hard transition, even though you knew it was a business? Was there ever a moment where like you had maybe some animosity or you know, how did y'all get over some of that stuff when you know you're transitioning to maybe a new, a new, a new, a whole new world, you know? For real. Man, everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. I mean, ain't, ain't nobody out there finna finna cry for you or feel sorry for you. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you know, shit, you just gotta you just gotta figure it out. Mm-hmm. On, on to the next. Uh, I like to adapt, to, adapt to new things. So, you know, it's it's a new chapter in life. Let's let's mm-hmm. let's let's go with it. Stay in the I moment. Know 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 what I know what I need to fix and mm-hmm. and, and actually fix it and and, and right. take it to the next level. So I love that. I actually really love hearing that. So obviously, you play football. You're from Desoto, correct? Yep. So. I've I've I have a video that I put out about like the best the best states when it comes to high school football. Me and Juwan played in New Jersey, and obviously you had the opportunity to play in Texas. How far do you think there's a big gap between those states when it comes to high school football? <laughs> I want to see if you, I want to see if you're gonna play us, well. I want to see if you're gonna play us. I want to see if you're gonna play us. Cause you I know, know I just want to know. You know, New Jersey one of the top states in the country, but I want to get this live because we got a an NFL player that is from the state of Texas. Went to high school in Texas, so I need Jersey to get their respect here, bro. So I don't want you to come here lying. Listen, but I think listen, you're an honest guy. So where, where do you think it's a big gap or not, brother? I all I'm gonna say is Texas football is different. That's all I'm gonna say. It's different. It's different. It is different. It is different. It is different. That put. I'll say this. It, I'll, it's the most. It's, it got the most money. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't gonna say it's different uh, to come to the players. I just think they put more the most money out of any other state in the country, bro. Any other state. Y'all got oil money. You can't beat the oil money, brother. You Everything's better in Texas. <laughs> Bigger. So, 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 Juwan told me that there's a story that I got to know about because I just found out that Juwan, <laughs> Juwan was your host when you were being recruited. God. Yeah. So, talk to me, Juwan, about you being a host. Honestly, I know Juwan's a bit of an airhead, and you being with him, what did y'all get into, bro? Talk to me about that story. Tell me about that, Juwan. I need to hear about that. <laughs> like, you know, in high school, going on these official visits, you know, when you're in high school, you just always dream about having that crazy-ass experience and, you know, having something, a story that you'd be able to tell your, your homies, you know, when you get back. You know, everybody mm-hmm. thinks about that shit. Like, I'm going to go to be crazy. And, um... That year, that was the year I had tore my ACL. So I was killing and tore my ACL. And 
they decided that they wanted me to, you know, you know, me being the person I am, they want to set me up and have me be a host. And that year, I got like seven kids to come in. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I, I just wanted to make sure they had a good time. You know, took them out, had some fun, bring them around different people. You know, he was lit. Just give them something that they they gonna remember. All right, so you tell me the real story, Visca. Because there's more, there gotta be more to it now. Cause he said he took you out to a good time. So talk to me about your recruiting visit and obviously how Juwan helped you commit to Colorado. Man, just just vibing, having fun. Uh, you know, showing showing us around Colorado. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, Colorado is like beautiful. Like that's yeah. one of the reasons like I went there, like hands down. But uh you know, I mean, shoot, I can't, you know, I can't go into detail like too much. <laughs> but no, we'll know, talk about that. We'll you know, talk about that on private. That's a private call. That's a private call. We, we, we was vibing. We was vibing. You know, having a good time. No, I love that. I love that, bro. So you, you both actually, you both got a question. So I'm gonna make sure. I want to make sure I get this for you because there's a fan in here who got a question. So I want to make sure it's a good one too. Uh, so, quick question. So, how much do grades matter in the recruiting process? Um, and he's saying because in Canada, you need really good grades to be considered. So, just talk about how much do grades matter when it comes to getting recruited to play like college sports. I'd say, I don't know what it's like nowadays, but, I mean, I think during our time was what, 2-0, John, a 2.5? I think it was a 2-5. I think it was a 2-5, and then I think it changed in 2017. Okay, 2-5. Um, honestly... We'll hear stories for days, for, for months, for centuries about kids who were talented, like limitless, talented, that didn't have a grade. So obviously there's importance behind it. There's a, you know, you don't have to be you don't have to be a scholar, like a, the greatest scholar, but you know, you gotta try and you gotta be able to be eligible. So honestly, yeah. you know, growing up, my mom, she didn't want me to have anything less than a less than a B, but you know, <laughs> I've had some but at the end of the day, I was, eligible. I was able to get scholarship. So, you know, you got to do whatever you got to do to get to that. You know, just get eligible. The, the key the key really is to, you know, be stay eligible, man, because I think that matters the most. You feel me? Um, So before we before I let y'all go, we got about 10 minutes left for the show. But there's like a few things I want to make sure I get in with y'all before y'all get out of here, because I think this is so good that I got y'all both. I got y'all both together. So. Obviously, you guys had the opportunity to see the mountains and, and experience Colorado. What was y'all? What was both of y'all's best uh, football experience there? Maybe as as wide receivers or whatever. But what's your best experiences about Colorado or best just one memory or so? <laughs> you go first, this Uh, uh, I say. Trying to think, trying to think. I ain't gonna lie, Mom. You said you said most memorable, memorable. Yeah, well, yeah, most memorable thing about Colorado, because you know you talked a lot about how beautiful it is, and obviously there's gonna be so many. Like Colorado's gonna be booming right now. Next two years, at least, is gonna mm -hmm. be booming. So you know, want to take some people into like that experience. I'm trying to think, like I feel like I know I did a bunch of like. Bunch of good stuff. I want to say like the best one though. You, you already know yours one. Well, it was mine was a football moment. Football moment, John. Are you talking about off the field? Was, was it that Dino route, Juwan? That Dino route? Was it the Dino route? 
<laughs> I mean that that weekend was just crazy. Uh -huh. Like that weekend was my most memorable weekend because I had family there, mom, dad, brother, cousin, my boys, and you know that weekend I had the best game of my life, and it just happened to be the weekend that they all came. So I was like, so, best weekend. I so people don't know. Uh, I gotta get the clip. I'm gonna put it in the Discord. Juwan smoked this guy on a Dino route, and then he dapped up the Marines afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> After he scored a touchdown, and then we got lit at the crib. That route memory, was bro? crazy. That route was crazy. That route was insane. Uh, it went viral too. I mean, shit. I say shit. Arizona State. Uh, I scored four touchdowns. <laughs> two, <laughs> two rushing and two receiving. Okay. Oh shit! That was crazy. That's a great moment, though. Those are great moments. You feel me? I mean, it was it was it was because of the couple uh because of the couple players. They 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 yeah. do something crazy, and then yeah, they say, "Visca, here you go. Go get this touchdown." <laughs> <laughs> so actually, Visca, you've been used. You've been used. Actually, at Colorado, you using this offense like very, you know, very diverse. You know, in like multiple a multitude of different ways. I don't know if you know your camera went out, brother. Um. Show this you address. Can't... Oh no, I mean, show this. Uh, what you call it? Oh no, you're good. You just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah. you had you you used it a lot of different ways in offenses. Uh, yep. you've probably been that way your whole career. Talk to me about obviously you have you have a guy like Frank right now, and he's kind of known as like an offensive mind. Are you excited for his? You know, what he could do, what he maybe add to this offense next year? Oh yeah, I'm super next excited. Season. I'm super excited. Also knowing that um. You know, he was with the coach, so with me being in the same conference as him, he he knows he knows about me. So, um, you know, I can't wait to sit down and talk to him and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm excited that he's an offensive-minded coach. I feel like I haven't been around a, a, a offensive-minded uh, head coach yet. So it should be fun. Uh, That's a difference. No, that is a big difference. So before we go, I got one more question for y'all, fellas, because obviously you guys are both – you're both wide receivers, um, and, you know, we got to know. The people want to know. So, give me – I want both of y'all, uh, Juwan first, LaVisca second. I want your top five wide receivers in – no, I want top five receivers all time. All time. Because I ain't going to lie, if your list suck, the, ch the chat won't tell you your list suck, bro. I want y'all to know. But I want your list, top five all time. Um, Got to go with – Gotta go with Randy, Jerry. Jerry's my one. Jerry's my goal. Um, Jerry, Randy, Calvin Johnson. Uh, four or five is tough. Super tough. I like T.O. Maybe somewhere in the five. Oh. Come on, you got one more. One more, brother. The list not good if it ain't five on there. Yeah, right. Uh, I like Mark. I don't like <laughs> I like Marvin Harrison, but I don't even like him as my five. Oh, they're gonna violate you. I don't they're gonna violate you. He's not my five. I don't even know who, who I can say is my five. I ain't gonna lie. That's just a clear cut four though. Mm. T.O. Randy, Jerry. No A B? No A B? I like A B, bro. I like A B in my top five. I think no he, A, no top five bro. he didn't 
you know, those last two years and go the way they went. I feel like he still could be all time, though, low-key. Yeah. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, Antonio Brown, that that like five, six season stretch, bro, was just incredible, yeah. bro. And then and even though he didn't play, bro, like let's be real. That man them last two years before he was out the league, he didn't play. But in every game that he did play in, whether it been in a Patriots uniform or in a Buccaneers uniform, that man was impactful, bro. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna front. Like nah, sometimes you gotta just stay out your own way. But who you got who's your five, Juwan? You gotta give a five and then we gotta give Visca his five. <laughs> Um, Isaac Bruce. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, hey, 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 it's your list, brother. It is your list, bro. Nah. That is your we'll list. Isaac Bruce. We'll come back to that. We come All right, back. we'll come back to it. LaVista, give me a top five, bro. We get a chance. Um, I think, bro, I think, I think Isaac Bruce. As the as the last one is is crazy, but it's hey, it's your list. Lavisca, we gonna revisit that. Yeah, Lavisca, what's your uh, what's on your list, bro? We gonna revisit. All right, I got I got Megatron for sure. I got Jerry Rice. I'm gonna say, um, honestly, I like I like what? I like Reggie Wayne. Reggie, Reggie, and then I'm gonna say. Julio and AB. Julio and AB. I ain't gonna lie, Julio. My like five my, would probably be. Yeah. That's a good. That's a pretty high list. I think you got Julio a little too high, but that's a pretty all right list. I got my list would be. I will go. Uh, Moss, Rice. Tio. Oh, I forgot about. Yeah, hey, Randy no, Moss, Moss to me is the greatest. Moss, Moss gonna replace Reggie Wayne, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Okay. I like that. I go yeah. Moss, Rice, To. Calvin Johnson and then Antonio Brown is my fifth. And then I ain't gonna lie, this may sound crazy, boys, because obviously I still play with these dudes. Like they still like right now your peers. But for me, I think D Hop and Devontae Adams at some point to me could be anywhere in that mix. Oh, yeah. Just because I think them two, like Juwan, before he was on here, LaVisca, Juwan talked about like two guys who they shot clocks don't get sped up. You know what I'm saying? Nobody no, really makes them dudes. Make them dudes uncomfortable. You you look like they look like they may have the you have perfect coverage and them boys still find a way to make a play. So them nah, two to me are on the cusp of breaking in at some point. I let them too. Um so before I end the broadcast, fellas, last question. It is it's almost the Super Bowl. So let's go Super Bowl picks. We gotta go Super Bowl picks, and you gotta say you gotta say why. You can't just say I like this like that. So uh, we'll, I'm gonna we'll say it up this time. Visca, you go first. Then. <laughs> I was about to go before him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Eagles. I'm gonna go Eagles. <laughs> I feel like I feel like just just the energy that they are at right now. I feel like it's it's unbeatable. It's probably like unmatched. So like, yeah, I feel like this football guy that's on the Eagles side. I like the Eagles too, Juwan. What about you, brother? I already know who you're gonna pick, but come on, go ahead. Patty, Patty Mahomes, man. Patty Mahomes, bro. Chiefs, they take Accept, it. Accepting, accepting bets. I accept uh, Apple Pay. <laughs> yeah, I just want you to know, Visca, me and Juwan literally have a hundred dollar bet right now on the Super Bowl. I'm rocking with them Eagles with you, bro. I got. I just think personally, I love. 
I love Mahomes. I think he's one of the most talented quarterbacks. I think he's the most most talented quarterback to ever play the game. I'd be up here calling him MJ Mahomes. But I will say this. I just think the Eagles, bro, from top to bottom, they're dangerous. They're dangerous. If you look at the rosters, the only position that you really have the slightest edge to me is at quarterback and tight end. Outside of that, like, I don't think anybody on that O-line could block Hassan Reddick. The corners is right. And I know, Juwan, I know your man's MVS had a hell of a game. He had a hell of a game. Shout out MVS. MVS, I don't even know if you know this, brother, but I actually guarded you once in college um, at UConn. Um, But you ain't burn me or nothing. It was just like, I think it was a run play. But um, had a hell of a game. But, bro, James Bradbury, Darius Slay. Like, it's a lot. To me, it's a lot going on in Philly. So I'm rocking with the birds, and I can't wait to take your money, Juwan. And I need that thing on Cash App or Zelle. <laughs> you did? <laughs> you feel me? Um, but I just want to say but I appreciate you boys for pulling up. Juwan, obviously, for the people that don't know, Juwan is here with me now. Yeah, so outside of today, I'm going to let it be known now. Outside of today, me and Juwan are talking about all types of other stuff. You feel me? You know, this is just his first day out. So obviously, I wanted to make sure I introduced him to y'all. But after today, we're going to get right. You know, we're going to have a lot of topics. Um, make sure you hit us on DM. Um, before we also, Juwan, plug your Twitch. LaVisca, you as well. I know you're getting into vlogging. So whatever social media they want you, you want the, the folks to get at, uh, just make sure you plug yourselves real quick. Um, Where you put that in out. the comment? You can put it in the comments if you want. Uh, and, it'll, uh, and they'll have you great. Um, I can't see that. Make sure everybody follow you. I got, I got YouTube too. Y'all go follow me. Two live, two e's, two l i v e e. Right in the chat. Make sure they know where to find y'all boys. Um, if y'all looking for me after this, I'm probably gonna be streaming on Twitch at 10:30. Chat. I don't know. I think I'm gonna play like League or something. I'm gonna be chilling. But uh, if you wanna see me on the stream? I'll be on the stream. And um, with that being said, I'm gonna end it. Hey, bro. I. Hey, fellas, after I end this, don't say nothing yet. I'll let y'all know when y'all can speak.